0: time now is 19 minutes past 10 it's time for Helderberg Cares and in the studio I have got a beautiful young lady she is, she looks glamorous she's stylish her name is Nenakazi Kibi good morning Nenakazi, welcome to Radio Helderberg. Thank you very much and I, the reason why I'm pointing out and painting this picture of this beautifully groomed woman in front of me is because it hasn't always been this way it hasn't been, you haven't always been this beautifully groomed woman you you found yourself homeless a couple of years ago am i right yes That's tell true. us tell us how how did you end up being homeless um due to uh, to covid last
1: year mm-hmm. i was staying with my boyfriend mm-hmm. i lost my job and i couldn't afford to pay any rent so i had to move in with my boyfriend of which he was doing drugs mm-hmm. so for me i was doing alcohol but at the uh, uh, at the same time, he able to convince me that smoking dick is more better than drinking alcohol. Then I end up smoking also. Okay. And he become more
0: physical abusive when the time goes by. And and this and this is all because of the, the pandemic uh, and and COVID and lockdown. The impact of having to stay at home, not being able to stay where you were, then moving in with a boyfriend that who turns abusive. For many of us, staying at home with COVID was an easy thing to do. We had television. We had a variety of things to do at home. But for many people in your position, it wasn't that easy. Tell us what it was like living at home during a lockdown with an abusive partner.
1: It was very, very hard Mm -hmm. because um, I don't know what is going to happen next. Mm -hmm. Everything I did was not good enough for him. Okay. I was always wrong and I had to apologize even if I didn't do anything wrong.
0: And did you feel that you had anybody to go to for any help or assistance? He didn't even want me to go and visit my friends. I could not even talk to anyone. So a very controlling, um, a very controlling partner. You also have a son, is that right? Yes. And what is his name? Njabulo. Njabulo. And where was Njabulo during this time? He was in Eastern Cape. Okay. So he was at least not exposed to what his mother was um, suffering through at that point. Yes. What point did you decide that enough was enough? Um, one Friday oh, we had a huge fight mm-hmm.
1: and we fight almost the whole night. Mm-hmm. In the morning while we were smoking and you apologizing and everything, I thought, this is not me. Mm. I have lost a lot of weight. I don't even recognize myself anymore in the mirror. Mm-hmm. That is whereby I just... I didn't even took my eye. I didn't took anything. I just took myself. Okay. I went to stay with my friend for three days. Mm-hmm. From there, I hear he was looking for
0: me. Then that is whereby I call Auntie Julie from City of Cape Town. And just to—and Auntie Julie from City of Cape Town works with assisting people who... I, I, tell us about Auntie Julie.
1: <laughs> She's working for uh, with uh, street people. People okay. who... Uh, homeless mm-hmm. people who are um, scarling, I don't know how to call it. Um, Idea. Yeah. <laughs> that is where I met her uh, because I was scarling that time mm-hmm. also. Begging for food, begging for everything because we didn't have anything at, the, at home. Mm-hmm. And he will tell me, go and hustle like a man also. You're a woman. Wow. You must find something. I can't, you can't expect me to go out and find something. You smoke, I smoke. You must find money. Okay. So I was scared that he's going to end up telling me, you must go and be a prostitute mm. also.
0: That was going to be my next question: whether he'd actually suggested that. Yes, Nena Kazi, you. So Auntie Julia from the City of Cape Town helped you, and and I just want to. The reason why I want I'm asking I want to ask the question about the City of Cape Town. We're, we're going to get to the Somerset West Night Shelter shortly. Is the you know there are a lot of homeless people on the streets at the moment. A lot of people. Um, the city offers a lot of assistance. What do you want to say to people who are homeless at the moment who? The city comes to you and says, We have got options for you. What are those options like? What does the city actually assist you with? Um, city
1: firstly, all assist you with if you want to go home and reunite with your family, mm-hmm. they want to book a ticket for you, they want to send you back home. Okay, if ever you don't have any families that you can go to, like mm-hmm. me, because I didn't have anyone to go to at Eastern Cape, mm-hmm. my mother's house is there, but the job is like. It's a hard-to-find job in Eastern Cape, in rural areas. They can assist you to get a facility where you can mm-hmm. stay in yeah. and change your life, and they're going to help you through all that process.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, just to point out to people that Nenakazi doesn't work for the city of Cape Town by any stretch. She is somebody who's experienced their generosity, their assistance, their compassion to try and get her back to the life which she, this incredible life which she can lead. How did you land up at Somerset West Night Shelter?
1: Um, when I was in Oasis, my, my grandmother called me to tell me that I must take my child. Mm-hmm. And that was a depressing time for me because in Oasis, they don't assist women and children. They only okay. assist single, pa- single people. Okay. So I had to call Auntie Julie again, mm-hmm. ask for her help. Mm-hmm. And I was begging, like, I can't go and stay in Eastern Cape. I can't survive with 150 for a uh, child run mm. I want to change my life I want to do something for my son and me I want to build a future Absolutely. and they, she did assist me and by I think about two weeks she mm. was she told me Nana you have to go to Eastern Cape to fetch your child mm-hmm. we find you a place in for a family shelter in Somerset West
0: Okay, and, uh, and, and uh, just to get to the, the idea that you could now have your son with you in a shelter what did that mean to you?
1: it means a lot okay. it means a lot because I've wasted five years of my life trying to build a life with, a m- with people like um, in a relationship mm-hmm. thinking that when I fetch my son I would have a stable life mm-hmm. but I've wasted
0: my, my five years mm. without being with my son I think that it's so important to reiterate that the Somerset West Night Shelter offers facilities for, um, for families because we don't want to see people separated. Now, how long have you been? at? The, it's been very short. You, you told me just now you, you've been at the shelter. When were you at the shelter? This year, March. March. So it's very recent. This is five months ago. It's five months. And how has your life changed since going to the Somerset West Night Shelter?
1: My life has changed. In um, yeah, I can't even explain it. I feel at home. Wow. I feel loved. Mm. I feel important. Mm. No one's judging me that you come from the streets. There are some activities we do. Trying, they are trying to get us job. Mm. Whenever you, then we not like you're in a. Sh- you don't feel like you're in a shelter. Okay. You don't feel like you are trapped. Mm. You, I feel like I'm. At my own place, but you know, most every place got rules. Yeah, so you have to obey the rules, mm-hmm. and mostly you have to change your life—not
0: for you, mm-hmm. for your children. That is very true, and I—I I, just—I'm in awe of the fact that you were there five months ago, and sitting before me—and I mean, I've got Louis that's training with me—sitting before me is this beautiful woman, who—who who knows that she wants to make a difference in not only in her life but those of others. When it comes to gender-based violence, what would you like to say to somebody who is stuck at the moment where you were not very long ago?
1: I would like to say to women, it's time to speak up. We are lucky that we're still alive, Mm -hmm. some of us who've been in an abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. By the grace of the Lord, we are really, really lucky. You must speak up, go to the police station, find the nearest social workers, Try to find someone you can talk to. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that is your life. Mm, absolutely. And um, mostly, when you're stuck in an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. you don't realize how, how damaged that, is, that it does to you. Mm. You're going to end up abusing your children also, just because mm. you don't even realize you're abusing them. Because that was done to you, you think that mm-hmm. is good. And the hurt inside must be very big. Is it a scar that has not even healed yet? Mm. And uh, what I um, yeah, so a family shelter has helped me to, is to reunite with my son, is to understand him, mm, okay. and the way I was shouted, I must not do the same thing to him. I must try to control my temper. Mm-hmm.
0: So, as much as I have been abused, I don't want that to happen to him. I think it's so important to to break the cycle and to walk out of. Or what I heard in the past is walk out of your history into a brighter future so that your history doesn't trap you. Um, And we've all got those opportunities in terms of the Somerset West Night Shelter. You've mentioned the rules and I've heard that people say they don't want to go to a shelter. Doesn't matter which it is because of the rules. But if I think about my home, I've also got rules for myself, my husband. We've got boundaries. When when somebody says, but I don't like the rules, what is your answer for them? For me, I always say it's your choice, because at the end of the
1: day, you're the one going to be homeless again. Mm. But you are doing a bad decision by saying that you don't like the rules that you want to leave here, mm-hmm. because you also putting your children also
0: mm.
1: in a difficult position.
0: Yeah.
1: This life is not about you, especially when you're parents. A life is no longer about you anymore. That is what I realize now. It's not about me. It's about my son. Whatever I do, I do it for him now. Mm-hmm.
0: Many people um, feel that supporting people who are on the streets, the people that are standing at at the corners begging, handing food out, um, is is keeping them there um, versus actually supporting organisations like Somerset West Night Shelter. And I can understand that for you in a position where the boyfriend said to you, you need to go and hustle because you need to get money as well. In that moment, you're desperate for that money or for the food or for the next meal. Is it helping people if people hand out money to people who are begging on the street or is it better to give the money to something like Somerset West Night Shelter? You've been in the receiving end or you've been the person that that we see every day at a traffic light or on the corner or wherever it is, what I want to understand that in that moment when you need the money or the food, I want to understand better. I don't want to lie. Mm-hmm.
1: Mostly of the people who are staying in the street, 90% of them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they want money mostly to buy drugs. Okay. I'm not uh, trying to tell people not to help them. Mm-hmm. It's better for a person to buy that person food. Mm-hmm. if you need clothes, give that person clothes mm-hmm. mostly it's the shelter that needs money more than people on the street because the shelter do have people there inside yeah. that they are looking after yeah. but for me, when I'm on the street, the first thing I think of when you give me that money I'm going to buy a bag of stick a bag of pa- a button mm-hmm. I will see, again, I'm going to stand by the robot someone's going to give me food this one already gave me money that is how it's like on the street
0: okay and I think that it's because this is this is an ongoing debate that goes on um, people on the streets. We feel sorry for people because times are tough and we understand, all of us understand, you lost your job, um, a lot of us lost our jobs. Um, for some of us, the opportunities to get work again came a lot easier than for many people. And I think that um, it is it is absolutely... And the understanding that we can help people to walk out of their histories, as I said, by supporting a shelter like Somerset West Night Shelter is possibly um, the best thing to do. Nenakazi, I, I absolutely am so pleased that you're in my studio today because I think these are the stories not just as people but as women in august during the during women's month here in south africa we need to hear and i think that we need to we need to take the time to listen to the stories that people have to tell so that we can better understand how we can help people to to become productive happy members of society and ultimately um, that South Africa can become the country that we're all proud of and that your son can grow up in knowing that he can study, that he can work, um, eventually have his own family, God willing, um, Mm -hmm. and that it's all safe and wonderful. So I thank you so much this morning. Is there anything you want to say to the people at Somerset West night shelter? Um,
1: I would like to say thank you very much to Somerset West um, shelter, family shelter. Because um, reuniting with my son, h- um, giving my son love that he needs, mm-hmm. and for me also to, um, to gain my self-esteem again, and to feel like a, a mother again, mm-hmm. that means a lot to me. And to know that when I wake up in the morning, I do have a meal, I do have a roof, mm-hmm. and I can go out and, go h- and look for work. Mm-hmm. A work where, and when my time is finished by this from family shelter, I know I've got a work that is going to provide for my son for a long period of time. Fantastic.
0: Thank you so much. I honor your bravery, I honor your courage. And um, all I know is if I don't stop talking, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Kiwi Kibi, everybody at Somerset West Night Shelter, thank you so much for taking the time and the bravery and the courage to share the story and, um, and for standing up as a woman and saying, I'm not going to take this anymore. Thank you so much.